And then we've got trending topics. Puleng Molebatsi, our lifestyle and entertainment journalist, will be breaking it down as to what is trending all over planet SAFM. Let's go now to Puleng. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. Thank you so much. Happy Friday. Like you said, it's December most. Okay, December month. <laughs> so, we're going to look at tre- trending topics for today. Yeah. Uh, plenty, my goodness. Um, mm. We just saw Stephen Curtis now, and he walks in, and it's, of course, the president well, is trending at the moment. And what are your thoughts on that? Uh, please take that again. Sorry, I'm with my daughter now, so she's busy tossing and turning. Um, you were saying? Our president, our current mm. president, Cyril Ramaphosa, has been trending on social media. Mm. The news breaking, he yesterday uh, had to postpone you know, his speech mm. to the nation. What do you make of all that surrounding the embattled party president? Should he resign as the head of state? Should he not? The rand is weakening. So much to unpack. <laughs> I just think we need to give it time, uh, Zai. Like, we literally are just coming out of lockdowns and trying to live with a pandemic, or we have now gotten used to the coronavirus, living with it now. I think we just need to give him time. There's a lot of building and rebuilding, and truly is um, the first time now that we kind of like we are living life after all of that. For a man who also was just dealing with it for the first time as a president, I don't think they even trained him that one day you might be a president and there's going to be a pandemic. Um, I don't blame the rent entirely up to him, you know, being weak. In terms of skeletons in the closet, who doesn't have? (laughs) We all do, truly, and trust we have seen and been through worse. I think let's give the men a a man a bit more time. Not that I'm saying we need to, you know, forget about everything that's going on around him. I think it's too soon, men. It's too soon to say he must resign. Let's wait until June next year. Then we'll see. Let's wait. Well, we've been waiting for this uh, lady. She's been (laughs) out of the... uh, Media for a while, she's no longer on, you know, the music shows on in Randburg. And to see that Unati has had quite a life-altering mm. experience, so much that she has gone through. And she's come out now, very interesting timing, mm. considering. I like what she does. Unati is very honest in how she lives her life, in how she deals with life challenges, in how she likes it to transform um, either at her body or her health or career. She's very transparent and honest and authentic to who she is. I have so much respect for that uh, particular post. Once in a while, we all face setbacks in our careers. And with her, we wouldn't have known just how much what happened last year with that particular radio station affected her career entirely mm-hmm. until she put it out there. And I like that she wasn't just ranting and going on and on, pointing fingers. She was looking at how she needed to also make shifts in her in her life and her well-being and how that sort of helped her and propelled her to who, where she is right now. Because I know she recently launched a, 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 a lifestyle show as well. So it's nice to see her make a comeback in that way and looking back at where she comes from and how that affected her career. But also, how, how did, what then did you do? Because imagine when you had all this work and you had all this 
streams of income, and then suddenly it all goes away. You're still a parent. You still have bills to pay. You're still an entertainer. What do you do? Mm. I mean, I don't, you know, I, and I know people probably think, ah, Belen, you're so nice. You only just want to forgive everyone. But yeah. I love this cancel culture, guys. Can we just go back and revisit the terms and conditions? We all make mistakes again. Mm. How can you cancel everything? About someone, their jobs, their gigs, they shouldn't be seen in public. You're such a bad person. Let's lock you away. People have kids. And, and you know, know what? They're not supposed to live. Yeah. Huh. It's so strange because in Hollywood, bad publicity is good publicity yeah. versus no publicity. Yet yeah. for Nati, she doesn't trade mm. on the bad publicity. She rises mm. above it. And I love what she's quoted as saying. Her father said, be regular mm. with your therapy. And then, okay, this part, then sit back and watch them <laughs> turn against each other. That is yeah, that deep. one is quite spicy, if you mind. Like, if you ask me, I'm like, I, I don't even know who are those people. But I think the first thing that she did, which was good, which I like, it's a feel it's a good post for this time of the year. Mm. Work on yourself. Forget about the, the noise. Life will always happen. But do something about yourself. Find a way to go through it in a healthy manner because she said she was almost put on medication and tranquilizers mm. because of what happened to her. I think that's quite sad, honestly. Yeah, and some of us, there is no option but to go mm. on to medication. It's the only way. Mm. And she's yeah. r- sort of resisted it because she wanted alternatives to healing her mental health and mm. working on herself, being kind to herself, all of those things that we as mere mortals choose to ignore mm. But of course, Unati uh, vibrates mm. slightly differently. Mm. And it's working for her. I mean, she looks good in the process. <laughs> I know. She looks amazing. I mean, new show, new platform. I think it's uh, yeah, one of the channels. So we'll look out for her. There's also black mm. coffee, man. Is there anything mm. that black coffee can do no wrong? They are just Grammy Award winning. They're partnering mm. with brands. Mm. I think she's. I, I think one of the things that he's done was find his space in an international market and really branch out, not just in music, but also having very influential figures in fashion. And he recently um, gave tribute to the founder of the brand of Time. And I think we just didn't know just how close they both were until recently when he posted um, and gave tribute. Because it's actually been a year since his passing. Mm. And what what one of the things that he was saying was that I think people just didn't realize just how much of an influence his friend um I just wanna pull out this one for you because I see they're also just sitting in a private jet. Mm. It's uh Virgil Abloh who is the founder of the brand of White Digital the fashion brand that's quite it's a global uh brand and Black Coffee just posted giving uh a tribute to his friend who passed away last year around mm. September June to cancer and he also put um uh, music out which was uh, to commemorate his time and of course their brotherhood so i think it's not just about looking good but it's also just people who are in influential positions how do they support each other how do they also because i do believe entertainment outside of south africa can be quite uh it's something that you will need a community of your own. And Block Coffee mm. has done quite well in bringing brothers who are very, they are big forces to be reckoned with. Mm. And he was just saying, look, this is one of the men that I, not just a friend, but he's mm. a brother to me, that I'd like us to always remember his memory.
And I mean, for those who don't know, Virgil Abloh was uh, the late Louis Vuitton designer. So, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what's great about black coffee is that, yes, he's aligned himself with the likes of Virgil Abloh. But there are other artists, big artists out there who go, what a great moment to be for them to be working with black coffee. The, the, mm-hmm. the reverse is also true. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, at at this stage, if you look at the likes of uh, Black Coffee, Tucson, they do uh, Trevor Noah, you are aware that you literally have your fellow South Africans really taking up space in the States who they're literally like um, international superstars. I mean, I was just looking at uh, Tucson, they do on a cover of a magazine with... Um, um, Viola Davis, and I'm like, look at one of our own. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's so gone. And it's such a good feeling to see that. And you're like, you know what? African child, it's really possible. So that's what's uh, going on now with our entertainment. And while talking about um, Trevor Noah, there's also a recent interview, a big interview, a huge interview, yeah. which I'm like, wow, he did with um, Will Smith. Oh, um, yes. And I believe it's one of the big ones since Will Smith, uh, with the, the altercation that happened between Will Smith and um, um, comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars. It's a big interview that Will is doing after all of that because he went kind of under the radar and he was just only posting on his Instagram. And literally just a few days ago, he sat with uh, Trevor Noah to talk about making a comeback and his film, Emancipation, mm. which is set to air on Apple TV. Uh, but also, it was the first time he's really just sounding off face-to-face uh, on what happened. Um, I don't know. I thought that interview for me was still a little bit uncomfortable, but also I felt ugh, it was about time that we just talk about it and hopefully we get it out of the main system. You know, okay. I feel like Hollywood can be so unforgiving. How many times are we going to talk about that? We I need know. to let go now. Oh, the year is almost over. They were still talking about it. And I feel like there's so many great things that Will is doing. Like he's working on a show with Nature Wild and the show titled um, Pole to Pole, which for me I look forward to seeing. Mm. And also his movie um, set in the 1960s about slavery in the U.S. It's one of the films that I look forward to seeing. But I feel like every time something great happens, we always have to go back to that particular incident. I mean, yeah. all of us, when we do something, don't we just want to move on to the next thing? We need to release, like, you know, this exciting thing that Will is doing. That's what we should focus on, not what happened months ago. You know, it's it's too old for me, and I feel like there's not much to say. Uh, moving swiftly along. Oh, by the way, Trevor <laughs> Noah, um, th- that interview as well with uh, him asking Barack Obama to, you know, headline and open his uh, comedy act was just genius. Trevor Noah is just genius for me. I, I He's thoroughly very enjoy good. He's very good. But also how he engages his subject. Um, you can see that he's a man that takes time to get to know the people. It becomes so organic when this conversation t- take place. Mm. Um, well, that moment with the former president was quite funny and hilarious. And it felt like it was two brothers chatting. The same I found with this particular interview with Will Smith when they were talking about he made it easy for the man to be honest and share and be able to transition smoothly between talking about a big project to something that is po- um, 
personal. And also, I think one of the things that Wilson said, which I still think about, I'm like, you know, sometimes when we are in the heat of the moment, we don't think about how it affects others. He was talking about how his nephew, who was watching the Oscars, and everyone was celebrating him walking away with the win. Mm-hmm. And now the slap happens. And his nephew, who is around six or four, says to him, Uncle Will, why were you hitting that man? For me, I was like, whoa. So it's, <laughs> it's not just an action that we do, but it's something that will affect our family. Because now this young boy is looking, this young um, boy is looking at his uncle um, do something like this on national television. And at that moment, Will had to account. I think that's when it was, it really hit home that, okay, this is serious things that affect not just him, but, you know, everyone around him. And someone as young as four-year-old who had to witness his uncle do that on in, on world stage, yeah. for me, it, I felt it was a life-changing moment for the man. But once again, let's release the the man. Let's allow him to be great. 2023 is around the corner. <sighs> Guy, oh. aren't you excited about uh, Bunta Medicelle's Guinness World Record? <gasps> we broke the record. What? I'm a piano, guys. <laughs> I go away for one day to a town, and this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the young people. I mean, literally, they just got an award for the largest Amapiano dance where more than six, uh, 260 people were dancing in unison um, for an Amapiano song and they got uh, a, an award for that. I think it's quite cool. Um, Amapiano is not just a genre that is witnessed and felt on stage. Mm. It's also breaking world records of that magnitude. I think the, I, think, I was just like, wow, I'm impressed. It's a genre that just, it's breaking all the boundaries and demanding its own space on global stage. It was quite impressive. And I'm still quite, I must say, I think that's how we should actually do the festive season. We must go and collect all these global awards and bring them to South Africa. Oh, but when you say largest, I'm a piano dance, large in terms of? Crowd? So they had like more, yeah, crowd. Oh, okay. They had more than 250 people dancing to an Anna piano track. Um, and so that was the biggest crowd in unison, Nohara. Ah, and this was measured by the Guinness World Record. Yes, yes. So oh. I found that was quite cool. That was really cool. And you know like what's going on now, Zai, with the likes of Ted Jones, the young man who's also big on social media, who also is mostly dancing for Amma Piano Tracks. He has literally played a role, just as a dancer, not even an artist, played a role as a dancer, uh, exposing the genre itself. You've seen Chad with his parents, man, on Instagram and TikTok. Um, that's what they have done. I mean, just taking the genre of Amma Piano and giving it so much respect around it and um, notice um, global awareness. And I think with this also, it's saying, you know what, South Africa, we, imagine, look at us, we come from something as big as white old and house music, and then we saw Amma Piano and we're like, ah, we'll see where this one goes. And for that to happen, I'm like, I shame they are here and mm. they're not going anywhere. Oh, well, big ups to Bontle. Keep rising, as we say. What a... I'm sure she's in cloud nine right now as we speak. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping these awards they bringing in money into their bank accounts. Oh. <laughs> it's one thing to just walk away with a certificate. I think you also need the money to go with it. Oh my <laughs> word! Yes, of course. You know, money money makes things feel a little bit better. Yeah, man. So they can grow in their career. <laughs> I want to come to this story because I didn't quite understand it. There's a big brand, Balenciaga, investigating how oh, ads. Yeah 
featuring unsettling documents become part of a campaign for children. Mm. What, what is this about? I saw it's a campaign recently about the bag, right? Balenciaga. But then Balenciaga has just been doing all shady things. I mean, the first, first of all, it was the fashion show with Kanye West, and now also dismissing Kanye West. And now they went and put kids, they look like they're three years old, yeah. with uh, posing with teddy bears in DDSM. I, look, I don't know. I, I just, for me, I well, I. If I was paging through a magazine and I saw that, I wouldn't care. I'd be okay. Wow, dark. And then I'd be like, okay, horror movie, dark, get out of it. But then because I was working on that story, I went back and looked at the animal. And I just wanted to understand why. What What does that even mean? Whose concept was this? Mm. Did you see? But it's a young boy and a young girl. They're holding these teddy bears and they're, they're in BDS and in chains and in leather, why would, why, why would, why? <laughs> can you hear I'm lost for words? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Like, I just, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel innocent, it doesn't look appropriate, and you're trying to bring it to the age group. A young boy or girl wouldn't think of doing that. What does that even, and what does that have to do with a bag range? Like, why would you launch a bag with that? Those images don't have, um, Correlations. One of the things that I'm still trying to make sense of, sense of is that there's also an outcry in terms of how uh, Balenciaga, the brand, has been anti-homosexuality, um, gay, transgender. And I sit here thinking, I, I'm still also just trying to find a link with the bags and why now, you know, it feels like they're also just going around mm. um you know, being discriminated. So I, I find the whole thing to be confusing, but I think the brand is at Balenciaga is at the point where they really are doing opposites. Mm. So, for example, you know, with the fashion show they had in Paris just recently with Kanye West and mm. the Mard and how they looked like they were literally just putting a fashion uh, by the dump side. For me, I thought, okay, I mean, maybe that's breaking boundaries and just giving an alternative yeah. and literally just going the opposite. But here, I feel like it's just too much, especially with children, um, knowing how crazy the world is. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, they really just went too far. I think they need to go back and relook at their brand and maybe maybe just like get rid of everyone that's working in the company mm-hmm. and just find and hire new people because they're raising eyebrows in a very bad way. I don't know. Would you wear Balenciaga? I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I see some local <laughs> celebrities do rock Balenciaga, but I'm just like, no man. And, but I mean, no, they're boycotting. Oh, we've got to wrap it up though, because our our time is almost running out. Pulling. I know. I know. But I mean, I, I'm I surprised know. that not one person in the Balenciaga chain—a parent, a photographer, a editor, publisher—nobody said, "Hey, this is not okay." Mm. No, no, no. I'm, I know I'm not supposed to say that, but that's trash. <laughs> we just need to, like, you know, we need to call it as it is. It's just wrong. Uh, someone needs to, cap, to put a cap on it. It's, it's, and those images as well need to stop circulating. Wrong is wrong, and they need to be held accountable. These are young lives. These kids are going to grow up young one day, and someone will have to account. Yes, someone will have to account. Mm-hmm. Puleng Molibati, thank you so much. Lifestyle and entertainment journalist here on SAFM.